welcome into episode 295 of Catherine's Craft Collective. That music is called Joyous and it is actually, it reminds me of Sesame Street. <laughs> I'll be your Elmo. Um, happy Lunar New Year to those who are celebrating it. Um, I'm Louise, your host, Catherine's Craft Collective here. And today I've got What's Crack, Kit 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 Set and a Mimimi section. So get your cup of tea your dram, or your craft, your dog walking, your washing, your work, or even just your Super Bowl snack and knitting, and American football beside you, and I'll let you know what the crack's been in Cadence this past month. No, I'm not starting again, it's just because I have forgotten to put in some different interlude music, and the other one is relaxing and it's a bit depressing. Well, not depressing, it's just a bit boring and to chill out for this. I'll maybe play it at the end so you can just chill out and then carry on doing what you were doing. But in the meantime, you can sit back and or stand up or sit on the bus or whatever it is you're doing. Ironing, hi Ayla. Um, and I'll tell you what crack has been. So we had a week off school. Uh, we had bad weather in the north of Scotland and there was four days of snow and then followed by two days of wind so <laughs> it was like a full week of school and it hit right in the middle of the school the Bairns prelims so it was a little bit disruptive um however they're all done now and uh, back to reality and it's actually quite nice that it's just a really boring kind of weather day today Went for a nice walk in the forest today with Buchel and we went right up the back and found all the puddles, which was not the bestest of things. But there you go, swam home. Buchel had the bestest time. And coming up is going to be my little Sandy, because he's forever going to be my little Smitcheroonie. His 18th birthday this week. For those of you who've listened to the podcast for a long time, you too will feel kind of, he's never 18. He's going to be 18, listeners. <laughs> Makes me feel a little bit old. But I think that we have filled up his life with some fun. Um, I spent a week and a half getting photographs off of various places um, off the stick where we put them, the memory bank, and Facebook and WhatsApp and instagram and um putting them for a photo book and we've quite enjoyed looking through that so i got him from when he was a tiny pdb small baby prematurely born in glasgow because i wasn't allowed to have him anywhere else um up until last week when i submitted the book for printing and uh, he didn't stay little for very long that's for sure He's certainly on uh, the cusp of adulthood now. He's at the applying for apprenticeships and stuff like that. Just finished his prelims and looking towards the next adventure. So um, I made him a photo book and various other presents as well. One of which I will talk about in the Me 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 section. Um, Thank you for your lovely messages on how my mum's doing. She's slowly recuperating. She's now at the physio and she's now back in her own hussy after spending 
quite a few weeks up here because she wasn't able to well she could have done she could have lived by herself but it would have been awful and uncomfortable for us her so uh, i had her at my house and she did jigsaws because she kind of knit and then we were at the physio and we were just nipped down the street to get a couple of things and we met somebody was margaret from church and um i just said oh we were just going to go and get get some cash at the bank and then we we're going to go back to the charity shop because they had some jigsaws in the window and he looked at me and says, do you need some jigsaws? I says, aye, because mum can't knit. And Margaret goes, he can't knit either. This is Margaret's husband. And in their hand was a carrier bag with three jigsaw puzzles that they were about to put to the charity shop. <laughs> so they said, here, they'll save me going in. So we got handed three jigsaws. And uh, we says, well, thank you very much. That was really kind of you. Uh, we'll put them into the charity shop when you when mum's finished with them. Hopefully, by the time she has finished with them, she will be able to knit again and do other physio. So, um, she's just on that road of recovery of, it's still sore, but she can do more and more each week. Um, in knitting news, um, the, well, actually, it was sort of knitting news, a tenuous link here. Uh, we've had January, we've had our... Robert Burns and Haggises and um, did you know that there was only two Haggises on Ravelry? There's now three. Um, I was going to, I was thinking I'll make some Haggises to put on my door garland at work or bunting. I keep calling it a garland but it's not bunting. And I said to one of the mums from the nursery, Gemma, because I know she crochets, and I says, there's no haggises on Ravelry, Gemma. <laughs> Next thing I know, can you test out this pattern? And it is a haggis. So I um, haven't quite done it yet, and for Burns Night is well gone. But I have a pattern for a crocheted haggis. So uh, I must find some stash yarn just now and go downstairs with it. I actually start that um but i thought it was really cool and i was really quite impressed with somebody being able to just whip up a design like that i mean it isn't actually very often that you see there's only two patterns or there's no patterns on ravelry for this thing so i was quite impressed with her ingenuity also that has happened up in scotland or further up uh, on shetland in shetland and around shetland islands um get told off we get the wrong one there up helia and the fire festivals so they had they have it in various places and the main famous one is the one in uh, lorwick but never been and um i did see quite a few people that I follow on instagram who either live or visited shetland to go to it and linda shearer who did the Shetland Wool Week hat pattern last year. Um, she's got a really cool pattern that she had designed, but she's not actually published the pattern. And it, it's quite eye-catching because it's in reds and oranges and yellow background of um, various motifs to do with the fire Festival. So I'm hoping, Linda, <laughs> you publish that because I'd love to make that. Not that I have any plans anytime soon to go to Uphelia or uh, up Shetland Way, but I'd quite happily wear that. 
years ago, the Yarl squad came down to Thurso and Wick and they did Dadooni Day, which is where the Yarl squad comes south. And um, they did a... I think they, they put on the Christmas lights in Wick and I think they did in Thurso the year before. And Daisy and Sandy were very small at the time. And um, it was just quite amazing. So I would love to go to Lurwick and be part of it and the fire and the and deep midwinter. I think it's quite a visceral kind of feeling to you get. But getting to Shetland can be quite awkward. And poor Richard was stormbound on Orkney uh, for a week. He kind of went over to do work anyway, but he got stuck there for four days. And then he just did extra work. But um, so the thought of going up to Shetland when I have to work anyway because I work at school times, um, it's, it's not going to work out. But it might do eventually when I move retire. You never know. So Linda Shearer, publisher hat. It's cool. Willie Wormhead has got a book coming out. Um, she's quite a genius at hats, as we all know. And she's been asked to put out a book and it is Short Row Colourwork Knitting. You've got 10 projects and 50 stitch patterns of short rows. Um, and some of them are not just hats. So say you've made one of her Elemental series hats with the short rows in them. And she was asked if she could make them into cowls. Or I think gloves, but they're definitely cowls. And one day I was just flicking through Ravelry um, Instagram. I was like, "Oh, there's the little wormhead stuff," and it, it it it's it's in a cowl. It's not in a hat. I went up and in the sentence as well. What? Wow! Now that's proper matchy matchy. How cool would that be when you're walking about and you've got your woolly wormhead hat on, your woolly wormhead cowl on, and you can have your woolly wormheads gloveys on as well so um think she had help in actually putting them in to do other stuff and she was very much asked to do this but i think it's going to be a wonderful book to look at and they're up for pre-order just now but they're not coming out it's not coming out until april and may april in the united states and may in the uk so get your pre-orders in now um, so that is what to crack, I think. Uh, I quite like that. That feels like Sesame Street with Big Bird. <laughs> See, when we were in the forest today, there was this big, huge bird box thing. It wasn't a bird hide or anything, but it was like, that's a big bird box. Do you think that's for like a bird of prey? Or big bird, <laughs> which is a phoenix. And I was like, no, big bird. I can imagine big bird being in that. <laughs> oh, love big bird. Right, a kit, 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 set. Pretend you're playing duck, duck, goose there. Kit, kit, set. Run. Right, Um. so... I will come on to what I was knitting in the me, 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 me section, but I was fiddling on with my interchangeable needle sets and I was getting annoyed because 
I couldn't find my four millimeter needle that I was looking for. And when I was in Vernet's mind, I said I was looking to get a size three and a half millimeter needle or three three point seven five. They didn't have the ones that I thought I like in Hobby Craft in Vernet. So I thought, Meh. and I got I threw my toys out the pram. It's like, get out, get out, and walk. Poor toys. So. I didn't get it and then I got home and I'm looking at the pattern and I was like I don't actually need a three and a half millimeter needle anyway and then I looked at my Severine cardigan and it is a 3.75 millimeter needle so I am talking rubbish listeners but I'm then looking for my four millimeter needles and I could not find them and I did actually have found them they were in where the baby making stuff I was making a little while back um, but I couldn't find them at the time so then I'm thinking I think it's time that I bought a new set or a new lot of needles because I've had my Knit Pro Wooden Symphony Symphony I don't know how to say it Symphony Symphony that you, you, you've heard exactly how you say it properly there you just squirrel uh, and I've had them for a while and over the years um, I've added to the set, I've snapped a few, uh, I've raked a couple of the, um, the circulars either at the joint or completely just raking them and then I'm thinking, hmm, I really fancy a new set of needles. Do I need a new set of needles? I can do a new set of needles. And then when you've got good tools, because if you look after your tools, listeners, you look after your work and it is so much easier when you have them in the same place all the time and you put them there instead of leaving them places. Which is why I do try to put them all back in, in my knitting. I've got a pink knitting bag that has got most of my knitting needles with. And it also has my... Um, roll that I have my double pointed needles and it's in tartan that I made for my Keith's Craft Collective retreats long time ago um, but I did not put back the 4mm size needles and I'm looking in my big stash and thinking they're, they're, they're not in there I just don't understand where there is because the only one that I do have out is my in my Severine cardigan and that turns out 3.75 so it goes through the bag takes a whole pile of stuff out I goes through the table that was uh, I'm sitting in front of me some upstairs my craft table and there was some double pointed needles because I had been uh, making little socks before Christmas remember them the little Sue Stratford Christmas decoration soak so I took them out and put them back in my um, knitting needle stash bag and then I thought I wonder if I've just lost them or if they've broken hmm so I've been looking at sets of needles and I looked on various places uh, Wool Warehouse to start off with and Amazon uh, and then I was on Am uh, Instagram and I'm looking through all the businesses that show me their beautiful lovely yarns and I thought I'm gonna have a wee look and see if any of them have got knit needle sets and how much they are so there's Will Warehouse there's Botanical Yarn 
there's ginger twist, there's Eden Cottage yarns, there's Northern yarns, there's obviously ginger twist, um, and then so on. And then I'm like, oh, Cookston Craft as well. I was looking at her. I am looking at what type of needles there are, and so well, they must have kind of uh, evolved since I bought my Knit Pro Knit Picks Symphony set quite a few moons ago now. So there's Knit Pro Zings. I have used them. I quite like them. There's Knit Pro Mindful. That seems to have passed me by. There's Haya Hayas. There's Chai Goos. There's Lantern Moons. There's Likes. And of course then there's Ponies. And then there's Rowans. And today I have asked this question. What is your favourite knitting needle set um, and also I have got some old Denise set of plastic interchangeables as well and whilst they kind of do they kind of don't as well they, they're definitely past their best but they've been well used it's to, fair to be said and I think that a lot of needles you find that they're not the holy grail. You think, oh, it's going to be great. And I think over time that I've figured that interchangeables are kind of annoying. I like a fixed circular. But at the same time, I like an interchangeable because of the flexibility of being able to change your cable halfway through your project. But at the same time, it, often if you do not get that cable in right or it loses its thread, that's the road to falling off needles. It and stitches and the road to ruin and big bird does not like that so i asked on instagram today and some of you have gotten back to me and so far we've got three for likey which i don't think i'm saying right like like l-y-k-k-e for those that don't know what i'm talking about not l-i-k-e Three of people have come and said them, but Lorna has said, but not the cables. So, um, two for Chaigu, and then we've got some Zings, some Haya Hayas, some Rowan, and some Knit Minis, Knit Pro Minis, and Dayak Craft. Um, Marcha Schmarcha likes them. So, I've got some. Um, a, a decision to make but I don't think that there is a holy grail of knitting set needles to be perfectly honest because the pony ones you can get them dirt cheap if you've just started knitting actually go to your charity shop because they've always got knitting needles in the charity shop but um, knit pony ones the metally ones with the plastic cables They'll do, and the ones I'm using just now are really nice and pointy. They've got an amazing point on them, but they've not got an amazing join or cable. And then if you can't actually buy a set of circulars, fixed circulars. You can buy lots and lots of different sets of interchangeables, but I can't find fixed circular set. And I think that's the whole point of having a set is so that you can interchange them. So, I think probably, listeners, this is going to be another Louise thing of, she never actually gets around to buying them. <laughs> she just looks at them and then thinks, 
I don't know which one I want, so she doesn't get them. But there's some really cool ones, and you can get some from, where was my cost? I've lost it. I had written down, there was quite a good, oh here we go, Cookston Craft had a set of Knit Pro Zings for £42, which I thought was pretty good. Because some of the like ones, on the Lantern Moon ones, they're over £100. So you have to go to your budget. If you have got that over £100 and you want to treat yourself or you've got given vouchers or um, you've got Christmas money you've not spent um, or whatever, then that's cool. Because your tools are your investment and the better quality stuff that you've got, the more and the nicer and the longer you can use them. So, um, that was on set. So Kit Kit, reason I'm saying Kit Kit is because when I was looking for the needles, I sort of was in these websites and thought, oh, there's some nice sets, sorry, kits of knitting sets, kits. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Kit, what do you mean Kit? Were we talking about Kit the car from Knight Rider? No. But we did look up what that meant and it's Knight Industries and K N I G H T, Knight not N I G H T, um, Knight Industries Technology Two Thousand. That's what Kit stood for. We looked it up today. <laughs> vroom vroom. Um. So, say you're looking for a kit or something. Uh, there's loads of stuff, or you got a gift voucher. You got a gift voucher for your birthday or your Christmas because you're people who love you are good people and they have given you this voucher and you're like, oh, I've got this voucher, what can I use? I really need a new set of needles, but Louise, you lash on. So what I really would quite like though, I'm going to treat myself, I'm on Northern Yarn website and look, there's a Shetland Wool Week hat, the buggy flower, fleur, and the kit is £25.40. Now, when I first saw that, I thought, £25.40 for a hat that you still have to make. I then caught myself and went, shut up, Louise. The reason it's £25.40 is because you're getting the yarn and the pattern. Some kits come with needles, yarn, pattern, fabric, some of them, and some of them come with uh, stitch markers and all sorts of stuff. Some of them just come with the yarn. Some of them start at, say, £16.50. Oh, no, £12.50, we're going to say. And they go right up to £200. And the £200 was the wool warehouse kit for a blanket. <laughs> what? That's not what I was expecting. I was going to look at wool warehouse and go, well, you can start with proper wool and it won't cost you £240. But then I went, I'm not looking at the right thing. Is that for fabric? Is it for wool? It's for wool. Again, looking at your own budget. Because we're not going to judge. So I sort of started at a... Well, I'm going to start with Scary Iris. Sherry Iris? I can't read my rhyme. Scary Iris. Hmm. And she's got Country Diary set and it's a yarn, pouch, fabric and notebook. There wasn't a pattern with that. It was just a sort of um, 
like a yarn club type of thing that you could get. So you can make up your own pattern to go with the yarn. But you get all these beautiful designs to go with it. The reason I'm saying that is because uh, Catherine Limer has bought one. And whatever Catherine Limer likes, I like. Um, and then I went on to Cooks and Crafts and uh, she had a Valentine's mini skeins kit but with no pattern and this is from £12.50 and with Valentine's Day coming up just now you can get some really bony pinks to come up with something. Now she's also got West Knits Geo Gradient MCAL set kit and this is from £80. Now a lot of the MCALs um, and knit alongs um, they they design them because they want to sell their own yarn and they also design them big so that you buy more yarn and you know once you realise that you accept it and you're like yeah that's cool and you don't have to buy their yarn you can go to and get acrylic yarn for a pound a ball if that's your budget and your want but other people nope they're definitely into the um, Stephen West and Stephen and Penelope yarn and they can afford the £80 and also you can't get past the way it looks in his picture and that's cool too I off I do struggle sometimes to get past the colours that I see in the um, the design picture um, like my friend Sarah hi Sarah lovely Sarah she loves stripes and she very much likes it to be in the colours that the design person has and it took me quite a long time to get past that too and um, I think Ravelry is quite good in the way that or Instagram as well you type in your hashtag of the pattern and then you can see all the different pattern sort of, um, the, the combinations the way it looks but if you don't have the inclination, the imagination, or the want to work out your different colours, you don't have a big stash, you just want this kit, then you go for it, sunshine. You pick what that person has put together and just go for it. Because when it comes in, you basically just have to start knitting on some of them. You know, the ones that go with the needle. I mean, you might have to wind them wind the yard but you know I'm just eh, you see potato I see potato we're just and the reason that I sort of thought about this kit thing as well is because my lovely swap Christmas swap person uh, lovely Lorraine sent me a wee and it was a kit and it was make your own gnome and I did and it came with everything I needed except a pair of scissors I had a pair of scissors set beside me and you didn't even really need the pair of scissors. It suggested glue gun, but that was me getting upstairs and finding the glue gun, which I can see it now, but at the time I was downstairs and I didn't want to come upstairs into the cold. And also I didn't want to put glue gun everywhere and then get sore fingers because I always managed to hot glue gun myself. <laughs> I melt my fingers. Um, but I really, I wanted to do something but I didn't have the inclination of knitting something complicated and I wanted to craft. And this was what the kit opened up to me. So um, that's what 
cooked in craft hats. And I know I'm going off tangent a little bit, but I'm trying to pull it all together, listeners. So, Northern Yarn has got the most amazing sets of Maria Wallen sets. Now, she's Fair Isle Knitting and she's like immense Fair Isle Knitting. And Karen, have you ever finished your Maria Wallen pattern set that you bought many moons ago? I kind of hope she doesn't, listeners, because then it make me feel a bit better about my Severin cardigan. <laughs> However, um, Maria Wallen like, and Fair Isle patterns are often quite difficult to put together. Sometimes you just don't have that amount of the right yarn in your stash or the right colours. Um, and her, start, her sets start from £68. But at the end of that, you're going to have the most amazing cardigan. And you've already, it's already been worked out that them colours go together. And that's kind of pulled me back to her Shetland Wool Week hat set kit for £25.40. It's already been put together. That's the amount of money it's taken for the yarn and the pattern to have been worked out. And it's sitting there ready for you just to go. And then I'm thinking, is that how much five balls of Shetland yarn costs these days? And yes, it is. But you get the pleasure of knitting it. That's the whole point. There's, if you're thinking, £25.40 for a hat you've got to make. We're in the wrong podcast. And I know I said it first, listeners. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And then she had this really lovely pine and snow hat that she designed herself. And this is the yarn, the pattern, and a printed bag. But I think it was on paper, the bag. It was near a um, cotton bag. And this was £16.50. So it's a, I quite like the design of that. It's a pine trees and it's white and green hat. And you can have it one way or the other. And just with me being in the forest today, I thought, oh, I like that. I'm going to mention that one. Um, I've mentioned Stephen and Penelope. He's got hundreds of kits up on his for all his different shawls with his beautiful coloured and duly priced yarn. So um, one of these shawls was colour craving and it started at €84 Euros, and that's the pattern and the yarn. And then I was on Ginger Twist, lovely Jess, and she had a really cool thing. So you can choose, and it goes from £15, and then you can go all the way up to over £100. And it says, choose your amount, and then give Jace a word for inspiration. And Jace and her gang will go and choose you some colours that go. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. That's an adventure. And then I went on to Botanical Yarns, and she has got... A, the Lyco sweater by Florence Sperling and this was from £60 but this was just yarn you had to go then and buy the pattern on top of that so that was a kit for just the yarn so there's various different things that you can get from your shops but you know for people just wanting to start something or you maybe you've already got the pattern you've already bought it or somebody's given it to you as a present whatever um, and then you're like, oh, I want to make that, but I want somebody else to 
put fill yarn together um that would be an idea sometimes you're kind of quite beginnery and you don't really know and you can buy beginner kits um maybe like i say you're maybe not very good at actually putting your colors together or you think you are but when it comes to the color work sometimes you're just not um maybe you don't have a big stash of that exact yarn maybe you are following the trend and you are following the kids down to greece on holiday loving the 90s oh 90 degrees would be lovely <laughs> it's paradise right um from m cal so i'll get off the blur thing in there and you're part of the gang and you're you're all excited and you're all comparing and contrasting and all the pictures and you're just like yeah it's a great bond and then there's it's a way of shops shifting yarn and it's quite a clever way of they've put together some yarn that maybe it's not selling very well or maybe it is selling very well and they're just highlighting it and then they are using other people's designs like like oh well Stephen west he sells quite well let's um sell some kits of his and maybe we'll we're a because we're buying the pattern from him some of the shops will be i don't know actually i'm going to say maybe some of the shops would be selling his yarn i don't know if he sells it just directly or what but um it's not jumping on their bandwagon it's um working together so there's lots of different ways and things and I don't think I would put my nose up at a kit because it is nice when you see it all put together and same thoughts have already gone through. Because otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't sort of stop and go, oh, quite like that. You just wouldn't buy it, would you? You look at something and you're aesthetically going, that's nice. I'd wear that. I love the colours. That's not something I would maybe have thought about, but now I've seen it, can't go past it. So I think as well that's sort of the beauty of a kit. And maybe you've put your own kit together and you've given it to your friend. You never know. Because, like, I got a whole pile of wool in my stash that I don't know what to do with. It hasn't told me. And that's quite exciting too. But another part of it is I bought a kit of the scoury hat years ago, made it quite quickly because it was there. So it sort of had already opened up its possibility. It had already been told what it was going to be. So we'll have a wee break here. listeners i was just checking my notes <laughs> right you left me last oi 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 that was me i was and had started a tunisian lace jumper and this is by elena fedoa fedoa my can't read my writing sorry fedoa and it's called lul and it's short row tunisian crochet and there's circles and you join the circles and I'm using my botanical yarns for ply Christmas Advent calendar. Now I'm not gonna lie, listeners, it's not finished yet. I've I'm still on the cerise pink, and I've got way more out of it than I thought I was going to. Um, 
and but I have put it back upstairs because I like it bit slow in doing it and you have to kind of concentrate a wee bit um but I wanted to knit listeners I was like I was like thinking oh my crochet skills have completely um I'm wonderful at this crochet and then my fingers were like but you have to really concentrate when you're doing this and you want something just to watch telly with don't you Louise so I did <laughs> right listeners so last time I did see that I was thinking about making an AMA jumper by Maddie Harvey using the Drops Alpaca Puna that lovely Naomi had um, said do you want this and I had gone yes please and it now lived in my stash and I had thought I was going to make a drops pattern but the, the yarn told me that I wanted to become an AMA jumper for me and I was doing it because it's three colours you can do this jumper in one colour but in all honesty it's better with at least two if not three and even then you can make it with four or however many you need the I have made this jumper quite a few years ago now and I made it for Daisy who has since gone out of it the jumper was then passed on um and I couldn't find a finished jump picture of it either which I was quite surprised at because I'm not that, that was really a lot better then. I'm really quite good at taking finished pictures of my work. And I'm very conscious I haven't um, posted anything on Instagram since Christmas time. <laughs> um, I'm not dead. I'm just, I've been busy with work and also I was busy with mum. And I'm also busy right now with something I'll tell you in a second about. But I do have a picture of the Ama jumper. I should really put it up. Now, I was quite comfortable with myself thinking, I've made this before. I know what I'm doing. I cast it on three times before I got it right. I did not read the... Well, I read the pattern, but I did not do exactly what the pattern said to do. Which is always very helpful. I couldn't even fudge it, listeners. You know, I couldn't. I just, wait, where's putting the stitch markers in the wrong place? It just doesn't make sense. Oh, right, okay. So I took it back and did it again. So I am doing the yoke in dark grey and then the belly and the end of the sleeves will be in beige and the beautiful pearl detail around the yoke is in the pink. And the reason is because I have got one ball of the pink, which looked better on the dark grey. And then the beige is just there because I don't have enough of the dark grey to make it all in one colour. Hi listeners, I am a hypocrite. <laughs> because I heard myself say to you last episode when I was sitting in the car waiting on my poor mum, who was sitting waiting on me. Because she had forgotten her phone and the last thing I'd said to her was, I'll be in the car park. She didn't hear me because she was too up to high dough. So I waited a fair bit longer than I was talking to you um, in Keithness General. There was a car accident as well when I was sitting there. <laughs> Two cars pranged each other. Big drama. Anyway, so went and got her and there was mom and she went, what are the ways? So um, I had said to you that I wasn't going to make... Uh, the Daft D's cardigan, or Daft D's, as it sounded like I was saying, cardigan, 
and because it was too boxy and that wouldn't suit me. And now I've cast on the Ama Jumper by Maddie Harvey, which is a boxy jumper. Hypocrite. However, the I don't know, I just like the Ama Jumper better. I don't know. I don't I think I might get a bit more wear out of it. Um I could do a cardigan, but it just wasn't singing to me, so maybe it just wasn't worth it. So I I did I do listen back and go, oh, are you listening to yourself when you're talking? No, listeners, I don't. So, you know, but really quite enjoying it. The I'm enjoying working with the Drops Alpaca. I love doing the interesting knitting on the pearl on the yoke. It's um, like a three-stitch thing. You do need pointy needles because you have to do pearl three together. Which is, this is why I was looking for nicer 4mm needles because the join going on to the needles, it was just nightmare. So, um, oh, but I've actually got past that now so it doesn't really matter. And I found my Chai Gu um, beautiful needle. <laughs> I've put them on there now and it all is good worth the world. So I've passed the yoke and I'm just about to split for the sleeves and yeah so really enjoying that and whilst it just now i still have to take a note of where i am um i'm looking forward to just being able to knit and then i could do knit, 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 all the whole day through or is that rib well i'm not at the rib yet either i'll get to there so that is what the knitting is and the crochet i can see the bag the bag is over there but it was mainly because I was just wanting to focus on the knitting. And the other project that I'm doing is in sewing. And again, this is for Sandy's birthday. I bought him some Baby Yoda fabric from Littles. And he knows I bought it and I had asked him what he wanted with it. Do you want me to make you a pencil case, darling? No, I've got a pencil case, Mum. And I went, oh, what do you want then? And he went, uh... Um, quilt for my bed oh okay then never did it it sat and looked at me and I thought this is a perfect deadline for me to actually do it so mum and I went mum actually went through and found all my knitting no my quilting magazines that had patterns that might have worked for eight fat quarters and I've got eight fat quarters plus um, I had a metre of black fabric and half a metre of green fabric and um, what is it I'm actually doing it's called a rail fence square turns out it's not square it's a, it, one's a rectangle one's a, well they're both rectangles <laughs> even listeners even when you cut them to what it says in your fancy quick and easy block tool um, 102 rotary cut quilt blocks in five sizes simple cutting charts helpful reference tools and this is from C&T Publishing Mum bought this me and it was $16.95 and it, um, it's got a punch hole in one corner it's the size of a 12 inch ruler and it's got plastic 
treasury tag put round one corner and it's got, as I said, 102 rotary cut quilt blocks in five sizes. So we went through all the magazines that I had and eventually came up with this three grid real France block. Because I wanted to kind of, I didn't want it to be too fussy, but I wanted it to be a little bit interesting instead of just doing squares. And I'm always very hearing in my back of my head what Jenny Dunnett said about quilting. She says, you're just cutting fabric down to sew it back together again. What's the point? Yeah. You're making patterns, Jenny. You're making patterns. <laughs> so, um, anywho, I was thinking, oh, that's going to be great. And Richard, I'm cut out the squares and put the blocks together. They're not squares, they're rectangles. Richard and I had them on the carpet and had put the design down, took photographs, very much recommend you take photographs as you go, um, and then came up and thought, one's a square, one's a rectangle, that's not going to work when you turn it on its side. Oh no, they're both rectangles, so that's definitely not going to work. And then thought, well, I'll just put them short sides together all the way across the top. <laughs> so I have got a green um, rectangle in the middle or a, a black rectangle in the middle and the black rectangle was supposed to rail fence design sort of zigzaggy down the whole quilt it doesn't <laughs> so I sewed them in strips and then I went and put it on Sandy's bed and took another photograph and I'm looking at it going these two are matched or the same that can't be right because they're supposed to be alternative all the way down I think there's five strips looked at the old one I thought oh I've sewed them two in the wrong way round that's okay so I went and fixed it and then thought it looks awful now the fact that I've not got this um, horizontal vertical horizontal vertical pattern is not there so thankfully I had enough of the black fabric so I can put um, black lines are called sashings in between these long lines of blocks. I showed Richard. Richard goes, oh, the photograph. This is the good I've got here now. He says, oh, it fits the bed. Why is the black's lines... Where's the pattern going? <laughs> I had to face up. <laughs> Not that he cared. But I went, all right, okay. Sensible. So I am trying to do this as a surprise. Because whilst he knew I had bought the fabric for him, doesn't know that I'm making it for him and um, I'm trying to get the times where he's either at school or out or whatever and I'm running out of time listeners I'm going to have a very big long day tomorrow of putting it all together um, so yeah and this is kind of one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast on Sunday night instead of Monday you can listen to me on your way to work that would be nice wouldn't it um, and that's really what I am crafting just now. I am really looking at my jersey fabric for making me a dress because if I leave it too long, by the time I'm finished it, it's going to be summertime and too hot to wear it. So I think that once I've finished this quilting, that's going to be my next sewing project. And then I was thinking, I'll probably finish that jumper by the time spring is done. But that's just my usual listeners. So, listeners, um, I have 
been doing stuff. I haven't been stuck in a rut too much as I has been my want recently. Um, I do recommend that you roll around in your stash. You look out new stuff on Instagram. If you need a kit, buy a kit. If you need new needles, Louise, buy the new needles. Just which ones do I go for? Okay, listeners, we're going to leave you out with some relaxing music. And I hope that whoever you're supporting in your Super Bowl won. Um, not watching it. I uh, don't like where football goes. It's too violent for me. Anyway, listeners. Well, just speaking of violent, they're downstairs watching Gamora, which is death, 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 death. Um, says me, who finished listening to uh, two books, which I will recommend, The Cut by Chris Brookmeyer, which is a little bit about death, and Eastgate by J.D. Kirk, which is set in the Eastgate shopping centre in Inverness. More death. But very, very funny death. <laughs> well, very, very funny dialogue around the day and because it's set in the Eastgate shopping centre in Inverness uh, it is uber funny because I was like but why didn't they just go out the Burger King entrance (laughs) (laughs) and the next thing the last oh and I'm listening to uh, The Three Musketeers by and this is by Craftlet um, Heather Ordovar who talks about books you listen to a chapter of the book and then she tells you things about that chapter mostly historical significance and um, she was an English teacher back in the day and she's really really good if you have to study the classics for whatever say if you're doing English higher or GCC or whatever if she has done that book then definitely listen to it um but just the reason I'm saying this is to is because I laugh there and I always think when I laugh back that I sound so cheesy and that it sounds like I'm putting it on but really, listeners, when I'm laughing, when I'm doing my podcast, I'm not honestly putting it on. And she did sound the same, like cheesy and uh, like she was putting it on. And I thought, no, she's not, Louise, because when you do it, you're not cheesy or putting it on. <laughs> so when I'm laughing, I honestly, I am laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I'm laughing because I think it's funny. Hey, 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 that was a put on. On that note, listeners, let's go for some joyous uh, Sesame Street music as we play it out. Have a lovely month, and I'll speak to you again soon. just remembered I was going to play the relaxing stuff back never mind it's Monday now imagine you need that you need to the bounce in your state right you keep on crafting <laughs>